You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Matson Josh. What's up, man? What's up? So you're in Australia. It's obviously what afternoon for you? It's it's afternoon, mate. It's a beautiful six six p.m. in the afternoon. It's uh it's still light. So yeah, it's it's kind of cool. I think you're doing it tougher than me. Bloody four a.m. in the morning, you're up podcasting, dude. Well, you know what? I went to brew decaf, and then I was like, wait a minute. There's people awake in Australia right now. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do professionally. Uh, so I'm actually a teacher, mate. I'm actually a PE teacher. So um, yeah, I, I'm actually on school holidays at the moment. We've just had our, I guess, how would I say it's probably our spring spring break. I don't know how school works in, in the States, like what the yeah. holidays are like. We're not even close to spring. I think our seasons are a little bit different too. Yeah, yeah. I think we're like the complete flip side that you're on, eh? Yeah, so I just said goodbye to my kids on Friday and it's now Tuesday. And yeah, man, I've just been chilling out and doing my thing. Isn't that weird that the fact that the seasons are different, like it could be Christmas here and it would be snowing and it's still Christmas there but it's a completely different season. Yeah, mate, our Christmases, man, you just, you sweat like a motherfucker, especially me, man. I'm a sweaty dude. So Christmases are just, we pretty much spend it in the pool. If you're not in the pool, like, fuck, you're struggling, man. You understand that people from here here, you're in a pool on Christmas. They think you have an indoor one because if you go outside, you're going to turn into a popsicle, basically. Oh, dude. Well, I just, I last Christmas, I actually had a white Christmas. I went to Japan snowboarding and, um, dude, it was so weird. It was so weird for me having snow around Christmas. We're just so used to being outside playing cricket and doing that sort of shit and then being like locked up inside. It kind of, I got like cabin fever. You know, what's crazy is um like, for Christmas for me, it's always about like coming together with the family and stuff. But like, if you ever travel on Christmas, like everyone looks at it so taboo. Like you didn't spend time at home with your family. It's like, no, we went out, we went onto a boat, we went somewhere fun, you know, going to Japan, like, did they have artificial snow or was it real snow? Nah, it was real snow, man. It was real snow. So in Japan, it's one of those things. It's like the, the snow there is just so, I don't know. It's so airy. Like if you, if I don't know if you're a snowboarder or not, but it, I've been to Canada snowboarding and the snow seems to get like a a lot wetter. It's really hard to explain, but like the snow in Japan, it's like, it's like fairy dust, dude. It doesn't make any sense. It's like so dry. That's probably because of the climate there. I'd say so, man, because it's just, cause it's, it's cold. Like when I was in Canada, man, it was like negative, like 30 degrees, like Celsius. It, so I don't know what that is. And they're, walking working, around in, they're walking around in shorts. Mate, they don't give a t-shirts. fuck, dude. Yeah. They do not care. And I'm Yo, sitting there freezing my dick off. It's that kid that you see in class that's wearing like, uh, it's like snowing outside and he's wearing like a short sleeve shirt and shorts and his legs are like basically gone like purple because they're just about to go from frostbite. And he's like, oh, I'm not cold. And I'm like, dude, I can tell you got no circulation in your legs. Don't fucking You've lie. You've got to be fucking cold, man. Yeah, literally, yeah. right. That's that's literally it. And then you know, it, whereas in Japan, they're like the opposite. They're like it's cold, and they're just they're colder than you are. Like they're walking around with like eight thousand jackets on because Japan's kind of fucked up like that. Like it'll go from like you know thirty five degrees 
like real fucking hot and humid in the summer. And then I think the, uh, the coldest it got when I was there, I think it's like negative 15, which realistically it's not really that cold. Yeah. What's crazy is you hear that and you're like, wow, they have to deal with so much Godzilla. I mean, it seems like everything they get taken out in Japan. But if you actually look at like places that have like a really, really like kind of hard upbringing, especially environment wise, Russia, all those people are known to be tough as like shit. Like, I mean, oh, dude, go through anything. I mean, the amount yeah. of, like I, I work with Russians, and Bulgarians at my day job at a hotel and they literally are like, they don't complain about anything. I saw one dude jam his finger. Like, you know when a door shuts really hard and your finger's in the crack? And it makes yeah, like dude. the whole nail go purple? That's what happened to him. And he was like, I'm fine. And kept on going. I was like, And they just brush it off, man. I would be crying for like 30 minutes. Oh, dude. Fr- and I've, I've recently actually just watched like a video. I think it was like, I can't remember what it was called. It was like, uh, this is Dagestan or something. It was a, it was a Khabib Nurmagomedov like... Little doco, yeah, yeah, that's the one. But man, they just make tough motherfuckers. Like the, I don't, I, yeah, like you said, I don't know if it's just cold weather or something, but dude, cold weather just breeds like war machines, eh? Whereas heat just, we kind of all like pussies, man. There's no room for sensitivity, man. You nah, know, it's there, like harden the fuck up. There was a guy named Jack Churchill. Um, I think I'm getting his name properly right, but he was known as the sam- he was known as the sword wielding, bagpipe playing, Nazi killing badass of World War II. There are oh. pictures of him getting off the fucking boat when it hits the beaches, and he's just in front of everyone with a giant Scottish sword. Fucking hell! And you're Some like, braveheart shit, man. <laughs> you see the fucking troops like looking at him, like, what the fuck is going? on and he's like his whole team was blown up by a group like a mortar and yeah. he was the only survivor and he was barely like surviving and he basically played his bagpipes and played this one song until the nazis came and picked him up and he passed out when they got there then that's nuts man he was tortured for six months then he escaped went back like he i think he walked like 30 something miles um to a camp grabbed a sword, then immediately walked all the way back to the camp he escaped from and killed every single one of the people that tortured him. That's a fucking badass. That is the definition of a fucking badass, and man. And you don't hear about him like in America because of one reason. He wasn't an American hero. He wasn't in our history book. He was in a whole different history. He was in, uh, what is it, British history or something. It was Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. It's crazy because you look at all the concepts like what, what like there are some unsung heroes in a way. Like if you look at Russia, they have a group of women called night witches and they're just it was during like, you know, we had Rosie the Riveter when the women stepped up and worked in the factories. Yeah. Well, night witches were these group of women whose men weren't off to war. They were flying crop dusting airplanes carrying bombs dropping off literally bombs onto nazi ships subs all this types of stuff fuck dude imagine russia Russia. we're like we we are like oh yeah men go off and then we stay at home and and then they're fucking like nah bullshit we're fucking dropping bombs their kids are probably at home raising themselves fuck making a sandwich dude i'm gonna go bomb (laughs) some nazis no like but they were in open airplanes like the crop dusting ones imagine that at flying I could just, I could just imagine this Russian, these Russian women, just looking like Dude, badasses the in the back of the planes. The pictures are amazing. 
because they oh, were like dude. they're in an open airplane in Russia during winter in the mid at midnight. So it's at the lowest temperature possible. So you're flying and like cold air is just hitting your face. Like you ever like you know walk outside your house and it's really cold and you literally hop and you in just your like not and gone back like, not. Yeah, yeah. You turn you turn your car on. You're sitting there going fuck, 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 like you're just waiting for it to heat up, like you know. But they're just open air, fucking faces freezing. They probably don't even have like a balaclava or anything on. They're just like, I do not give in two fucks. Dude, they had uniforms, but they were male uniforms, so they didn't yeah. fit in them. So they had to rip off their bed sheets and they had to stuff them in their shoes to be able to fit into their boots, dude. And I'm like, Fuck, man. why don't we hear about this? And it's like, oh, it's not part of our history. I'm like, well, yeah, this is a part of people's history. Cause you, you guys, like, you guys are really, you guys have a really big, like, uh, how do I say? It? Well, from what I know, because I mean, like, we're pretty sheltered as to what we even know. Like, the, literally, all I know about America is what I see on TV, which, yeah, and I I've, know what's on TV. It's like, I kind of probably bullshit. Australian people about this too. Uh, they all talk yeah. about like, w- w- you guys have a huge gun problem. No, it's what gets played on the media. It's like the same. Oh, for sure, man. My for very sure. first podcast with someone from Australia, I said, Are yeah. you, why is everything in Australia? Why can it kill you? And he goes, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, Maybe it's kind of the same. He's like, you just got to yeah. kind of worry about like where you're going. Like, obviously, if you go near the pier, you got to stay away from great white sharks because there are some sharks out there. You will come across some of those. You know, kangaroos are everywhere, but they're not that big of a problem. And then like 20 minutes later, we started uh, talking about like kangaroos and how they box people. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it depends. Like it, the, the kangaroos that we have, because like it, it's like – I mean, the way I look at it is like, if you're in a major city, like, I mean, I live in Brisbane at the moment. So like the, the worst I have to deal with is like walking out on the street and some fucking dumbass Uber driver almost hits me. That's like the biggest danger for me. But I got a mate who lives out in Cooktown and Cooktown, fuck, how would I describe Cooktown? Think of like the most isolated, worst redneck sort of town in like, in america i don't know what i don't know what that is i don't know how rural you guys get but like there's like you know 20 people in the town and then there's like shit out there that'll fucking kill you like black like red belly black snakes stuff like that they're fucking brutal but other than that man in major cities there's literally nothing around like i reckon it's kind of the opposite we just i think people just talk it up but i must admit i think australians like to talk it up like we like to think we're badasses you know what i mean like we like to say like we have an accent oh, yeah. so you gotta kind of stick yeah, with yeah, it. yeah yeah so like we kind of have to we kind of play into it a little bit but most people man most people in australia live around like cities and there's fuck all that can get you there <laughs> i guess you know if you're a surfer if you're a surfer like great white sharks we don't really i, I there's not many it's the fucking bullies the bull sharks you gotta worry about bro because they just sit in canals and they just all they want to do is eat you they're terrifying, and they're only uh, they're only that, like quite small. Is that true that all they want to do is eat? Because I heard they actually it's like the worst thing they could eat is human. Like uh, I think see for bull sharks, bull sharks are very they're just aggressive. They're like really aggressive animals. So it's not a matter of yeah, that's it. It's not a matter of like I want to eat you. It's like you're in my place. I'm gonna fuck you up. Whereas I think major like I've been surfing and there's been like great nurse sharks. Great nurse sharks are like scary looking, but Man, they're like, they're like big. They just don't. They're like big fish. They don't want a bar of you. They're just. They're more scared of you than you are of them. Like everyone's kind of so worried about it. But man, they're they're chill. If you if you're not fucking with them, then they're pretty chill. That's the same concept with bears. Like I bet. You yeah, know, yeah. I bet you guys 
here in Australia, like that you think America is filled with like bears. Cause I was talking to someone, he's like, I'm afraid of bears. Like you guys must have them everywhere. I haven't even come across a real bear yet. Honestly. Yeah. See, that's, it's like, funny how it's like that, eh? Like we have such weird kind of like that's why I want to go to the states so bad. I've never, I've honestly never been, but I just want to go so I actually get a proper perspective of how it is. Because like I, all I, I'm like, the, the only time I know about America is when I watch like WWE. That's like that's like my insight into like American life is just wrestling, and then obviously like podcasts. So wait, so how do you go from being? All right, well, like, be, let's go back to where you said you were, you were a PE teacher, right? Yeah, man, yeah. How did you get dived into that? Into a PE teacher? My, my parents are actually teachers, so it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, it was, I pretty much, when I finished school, um, we pretty much had, I had, like, two choices. I, I could be, like, a, a tradesman or a tradie, as we call them, so that's, like, someone who, someone who builds shit, like a carpenter or, like, a landscaper a or something. Job, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know, I did laboring for a little bit during, uh, we call it like a, a gap year. So that would be essentially your between like high school and college. We kind of, I took a year off and that's I just I literally, did, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. And I, I, I feel like if I didn't take that gap year and just got straight into work, I would have been in a profession that I didn't properly enjoy. So like I kind of bummed around for a year and my parents were always like, you know, you'd be a really good teacher. So I was like, you know, fuck it. All right. I'll, I'll go to uni and, and study it. And man, I'd never look back. It's, it's a fucking best job in the world. It's honestly so good. Do you teach your own classes and stuff? Yeah, man. So I got, I teach year sevens, year nines and year 12. So year 12s, I don't know how, like, uh, here's a question. What is, what is like sophomore and what, what year levels are they? Cause I was having this conversation with a so mate the other day. Freshman is ninth grade, sophomore okay, is cool. 10th grade. Um, 11th grade is a junior and 12th grade is a senior. Okay. There you go. So I have, I have I, what you guys would call a sophomore class and then I have a senior class. So year 12. So they're just about pretty much ready to leave school. They've got about four more weeks left of school. And then they they go to their big, big thing called schoolies, which is like their end of party where all these, you know, year 12s get together on the coast and they go crazy. And then, uh, then the, yeah, they're finished. So um, I've got a class full of them and then I just got nines and sevens. So sevens are just like 12 year olds. That's crazy. Cause, um, you have this st- like like just talking to you like you you would be a chill ass gym teacher on just on the yeah couch. every yeah. gym teacher i have ever had they're just old and they're like we're gonna do the pacer test and i'm like hey fuck you <laughs> fuck you man yeah that's the worst <laughs> well i think i think it was because i don't know like uh I, I guess it's like the style here like i mean i know like I know a lot of PE teachers and we're all kind of on the same wavelength. Like everyone at school, you know, your PE teacher is usually the more chilled out one and usually the one that's kind of a little bit more easy going, but like, I don't know who's our, who's our like angry teachers. Our English teachers are pretty full on. <laughs> because, well, that's because they but, have to get you to learn English. Yeah, literally. See the pressure's kind of off me a little bit. Cause like my sort of jobs, I guess more fun, like the fun one, because I essentially like as, as bad as it sounds, I just go out and play games with the kids. But I mean, I, I, we teach them like lessons, like, you know, we teach them all about like puberty and stuff like that. Like the, I think I, the pretty important shit Do you have is coming from it? us. Hey, Do you have videos on it. Oh mate. Fucking Dude, some heinous, one heinous video. videos. We have this one video. I will never forget. It was called just around the corner. 
and it was the most uncomfortable fucking video you could ever watch. Or at least a bunch of kids. Oh. And they didn't know to separate the guys from the girls. So then they just oh, had a no. bunch of guys and girls sitting down watching this video. And they played this dumbass Mr. Rogers song in it that goes, just around the corner, just around the corner. Oh, fuck. Is it like The Simpsons? You know The Simpsons where it's like Happy Bunny and whatever? Oh, my God. <laughs> that sort of shit? It's animated, but it's like, here is oh, the male. No. And then as you see, as the male becomes older, he starts growing hair. We're like, yeah, I'm experiencing that. I got hair on my face a little bit more now. You know, I'm getting armpit hair. I'm starting to smell BO. And like, then we go down to the testicles. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, that was shit. such a dramatic change. And like, all the women are sitting there like, <gasps> and we're just like looking around like, yeah, that's what's up. It's all fun and games till someone mentions the testicles, mate. Once the testicles come out, you know fucking shit's getting real, bro. <laughs> I just, like, it, it's really, like, I think the most uncomfortable times in gym class was when there were kids. Like, you know, there's kids that left their boxers on when they changed. Then there's the savages that just go full on naked. You're like, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't care. And she keeps like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, but yeah, I found out those guys out. played sports. And I was like, oh shit, that's why. Cause they're used to. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, well, especially in Australia, if, if you play like, you know, competitive sport, like, I don't know, we, we play like AFL, soccer, rugby league here. If you play one of those sports, man, you do not give a fuck. You will just take your pants off. If you're in front of the boys, you don't care. You're just like, fuck it. This is what I do. Like a comfortability factor or more of like I'm um, confidence. It's, it's definitely not a confidence thing. I can tell you that. (laughs) I think, I think it's actually the opposite, man. Like I think when a dude's packing heat, they're like, cause they know it's going to be a talking point. Whereas like, if you're an average Joe, like you're just like, ah, who the fuck cares? I can't change this. Yeah, but I've worked at a gym, and let me tell you, there, there's that old guy dick confidence where you walk into the locker room. Oh, bro, wait, that's that. Freaking leg up on the bench, just hanging out naked. I'm like, what are you doing? That I don't give a fuck naked? Dude, we got plenty. That's, that, I feel like that's universal, man, because I'll walk into like a change room at my old gym. Not really now. Like I go to a different gym now, and everyone's kind of young, but fuck, man. I went to this old my old gym. There was this one dude, and this bloke was flat out putting fucking pants on before he even went to lift weights. Like the dude, and the worst thing is, man, he used to take a fucking sauna before he worked out. So those things were like, you know, those office toys that would you hold one and go, thunk, 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 it, Bloke, bro, that was like his ball sack coming out of that sauna. Oh my it was God. It was disgusting, bro. What you know what's <laughs> always freaked me out was people that showered at the gym. I was like, why don't you just wait? Yeah, dude. Mm, like, just go home and shower. So, oh, and the showers there were always so dank. Like, ugh. you know, you're like, I really ugh. like about my, the owner of my gym. So I've been going like every day for like seven years and I've become like really good friends with the owner. So she just lets me like go for free. And uh, she does this thing like, there's this like kind of struggling mom couple of kids um they smell terrible but when they come in like they just use the shower and yeah. she knows about it and it's the 24 7 gym so she's just like I, I let them do it because they're i know they're struggling at home i'm like that's fucking awesome like that restores my faith in humanity i hear something yeah for sure we actually um in in Australia, man, there's actually this group, and I and I only I only know them because I used to work at this smoothie bar, and they came up to the smoothie bar, and I recognized them, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, here, have this one's on the house, man, you deserve it. But they actually created this van, right? And this van is filled with washing machines, and they literally drive around like our CBD, and then what they do is they just like the guys, the homeless guys that are like they live under a couple of bridges and in a few parks, they'll pull up and they'll wash all their clothes, man, and that's. 
that's like their their thing. They just that they do that like twice a week with this this van. It's sick. I think it's like we all have a deep down passion to actually help one another out. Surprisingly, even though we act yeah, like yeah. assholes to each other, I think yeah, it's just exactly. the concept of we lose kind of grasp on all the overwhelming problems we have because we do face a lot. I mean, on a daily basis. I mean, what happens if you are late to your class or something? Then your students have to wait. Then you have pressure on you. Then you have more. Eyes yeah, on exactly, you. exactly. There's and always- I think everyone's so nowadays everyone's so highly strung too like everyone is stressed like 24 7 man like i feel i don't know what it is i don't know like because I, I mean like you know I, I wasn't around like 50 years ago but i just feel like now it's just everyone's like you drive home and people just can't fucking drive anymore because they're always in a rush and everyone's an asshole about things. I, like, I, I, my, there's a four-way stop by my house and I swear to God, everybody gets up to it. They don't know what the hell to do. It's like they're just... Yeah, like, like it's like it's like giving go? way. It's like, yeah. If you work out and you haven't eaten in a while and you just got done a workout, basically anybody that's in your way of getting food into your stomach, you're going to kill. Like, so yeah. I'm driving home. It's a good 20 minutes from my gym. Next thing I know, I'm at a four-way stop and everyone's just sitting there. I'm like, what are we doing? What are yeah. we doing? And then we have- Do, we, we have do a, you guys have um, Do you guys have the term hangry in the States? Hangry? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah fuck, man. Everyone, hangry. yeah, dude, fuck. Everyone's fucking hangry every, all the time. Like, I don't know what it is. It's the, pro- it's, it's the, all right, so I chalk it up to the fact that we're really, really kind of judging on each other's looks all the time so people feel like oh i'm not really that hungry at least i'm not starving so i'm gonna try and do this maybe that'll help me lose a little bit of pounds or something and it's like just fucking eat just yeah, man. enjoy life and realize all you have to do is just move around if you really want that's to get- it my um my girlfriend's actually she's a dietitian and they're the biggest thing she like struggles with with people is just they try all these fucking bullshit diets man and they end up like literally smashing themselves like that and they get to a point where like they're just they're not even happy anymore because they're doing so many dumb fuck like diets like juice cleanses and all these that were whereas all you have to do like it's so easy just don't like smaller portion sizes and just do a little bit of exercise that's it you don't even it, it doesn't even have to be like you know lifting weights just go for a fucking walk or something like and it's crazy the amount of people that don't they kind of don't do that sort of stuff. And like, you know, you'd know after a workout, how good do you feel? Like, and I'm not even, I'm it's not even a like gym a person. That's relief, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just feel better. And like, like I said, I'm not a gym person. Like I'm fucking retarded at the gym. I can't, I can't do shit, but like it, just being there and doing something active makes me feel so much better. Like it's, it's all kind of like the ambiance of the room too. Like if you get a vibe, like yeah, yeah. Out music playing or something, even if you have headphones yeah. in, like, I mean, I've worked out around the clock from like one o'clock in the morning till like where I go like at like five or something. And you know, it's, you see a wide variety of people that go, especially when you work at like a 24 hour fitness place. And I like, I tell them like, you know, don't give up. It takes, it's going to take two weeks to break the habit. I've been going every single day. I have not missed a day. I go on Christmas. I've missed whatever dinners. It doesn't matter because um, that's just with me. But I tell them like, you don't have to go that far. You can add a couple of days in. I'm not like saying you need to go to the gym to make your life awesome. I'm saying if you want to, like nobody should discredit you for doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think I, and I think I actually wrote it down for one of my podcast topics. Like when I was younger, I think I, when I was when I was younger, man, I was just I don't know what it was, whether it was like hormones or something, but I was just angry. I was just an angry kid, right? And then 
I'd see like people posting about going to the gym and, and I'd be like, Oh, what a fucking douchebag and all that. But I literally wrote it down the other, I, I'm not even mad about it anymore. Like, I think it's good. I'm just like, look, if that's, if you taking a photo of the gym gets you to working out, like fucking do it. Like whatever works for you to get you there, that's, that's you. And that's, that should be whatever, like whatever you want. Well, you know the what problem mean? is there is a bunch of people out there that gloat about going to the gym. It's like, yeah, that's with a lot of things. Like the fact that whenever you see a picture of kids at a party or a bunch of people at a party, they have a beer in the photo. Like they don't set it down. It's just, uh, yeah, they fucking party out. I'm like, does it matter? Like, do you want to, you obviously want to show that your life isn't shit. So you're going to sit there and just, you know, and make show it like you know oh well on this cruise it's like all right but what are you doing now well i'm suffering in debt because i had to go on that cruise i'm like oh. yeah exactly or like you see it in in like well in australia it's the housing market's really really hard to get into because it's just so expensive and our like out of out of uni wages are really well they're not small but it's just becoming increasingly harder to get a house and you see all these people they they post about getting a house and all this sort of stuff and you're just like, like, are you financially gonna like? You got the photo on Instagram and on Facebook, and everyone's congratulating you, but you don't see that fucking like, you know, the next 10, 15, 20 years. That's that paying off all this stuff, and it's like, you know, to get to. I'm not saying this is everybody, but a lot of people just rush into it. Like they just want to like, Oh, that's, that's going to look good. I need to do that. That's going to look like I've got my shit together. It's the same. It's, you know, from a parent's perspective, that's why they invest themselves in their kids. Cause they see them going head first into things, not thinking of the truth. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, people are going to do what they want to do. Okay. Mm. Sadly, honestly, I just thought of this, but the weirdest thing possible is that, I think where we went wrong in the world, like nowadays with kids growing up with such reliance on social media and stuff, they don't have an imaginary friend. Nah, literally, mate. My I cousin, had like five of them. Yeah, bro. my cousin's fucking like like going on 15 years old and he has never had an imaginary friend. I'm like, what? Like you never experienced seeing yeah, something they, with your mom? They never, they never needed to because ever since they were fucking, you know, eight years old, they could connect with people straight away whereas like we never had that with a bluetooth in their head that's it man like you would have been you would have been around you because you're similar age like i'm 24 but you when we didn't have smartphones or anything like like and texting was too fucking hard but you had had to tap those stupid when you walked yeah stop and you had to stick with that cd there was no going off that cd there was no yeah dude i've I've still got a fucking offspring CD. That was the first ever CD I bought, man. And literally I played that till the thing was fucking on fire. Cause that was all I got. That's, and I literally know it back to front because I had my fucking Walkman, which was like battery powered. And that's all you could listen to because you just didn't have a choice. I remember when I got my iPad, my iPod for the first time, I got an iPod nano and I was like, the fuck am I going to do with all this memory? Like, I don't know a thousand songs. I know yeah, fucking only, 12 songs. Like, uh, probably like 5% of it. And the next thing you know, like, you started figuring out what more music was because now yeah, yeah. iTunes was shoving it all in your face. That's it, man. Yeah, you just, I, I think they're just, and I see it today with the kids that I teach, man. They're, they're kind of privileged there. And they're so, not, not privileged and they, they have everything, but it's just everything is so, like, if they want it, they can get it right then. Like, 
you know, when we were younger, if you wanted to find out, like, for example, if like I was a big Pokemon fan growing up, so I'd play like a lot of Pokemon games. That's actually why but, I sent you a, a message because your laptop had uh, Dragon Ball Z and uh, Pokemon stickers all over it. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. that's, yeah, man, I've got, I've got tattoos all over me too that are like all Pokemon. I got a Charizard on top there. Can you believe that that used to be called nerdy and now people look at that and that's like me. It's like a cult, man. It's anime is like, I'm like, a, I'm a massive anime geek and it, in school it was kind of lame, but like now, like I go to school and the kids see all the anime on me and they fucking love it, man. They're just like, that's so cool. I don't know where it flipped. I don't know when it flipped. I remember being a giant fan of Dragon Ball Z, but you kept that shit on lock because you didn't want to go around telling girls like, yeah, you know, I, I, I train under Kami house. And they're like, what? Like, who the yeah, I, like you wear the clothes and everything right now. now. Like my favorite gym top is literally a, a gym top of Goku going Super Saiyan. I wear it to the gym all the time. And like, instead of it being like dweeby, like everyone's like, fuck dude, where'd you get your shirt from? Like, that's sick. I think it started when they did those trend videos, like over 9,000 and all these memes started coming out. Yeah, started, yeah. Like, people are like, what is this? And they started researching into it. Have you ever, yeah. it's really, I think memes are, I don't even know how to say it. Some people say meme some people say memes. I say memes. I say yeah. memes. Yeah. I, there's a really, really weird one that came out called Pepe the Frog. You ever heard of that one? Yeah, I listened to it. Rogan's talked about it a few times. I did a podcast on this one where like, we yeah. focused specifically on it. And it's really weird concept. The guy that drew it did it for like a newspaper type thing. And they took it in a whole new way and made it like racist, propaganda-ish. Yeah, like- I saw that. And it was, I didn't, I didn't understand like where it kind of, changed like i didn't because I, I, I did like i i heard about it on the part i did a little bit of research and i was like how the fuck did this get construed to this like weird kind of well, thing it's like, like someone it's trump used it saying because pepe the frog was like saying um you know sat or uh feels or something like that or yeah it feels bad man or something yeah, feels bad yeah. man and then trump used it in some type of act on like some website or something where he was like talking about hillary in a slandering way then people just decided to take it and start turning it into like nazi propaganda and all this stuff yeah like, this is the same thing if you hear a really really good song and then someone makes it and they make it like twist up the lyrics and just mess with it not really change it in their own craft and you're like what? yeah like, yeah and you're like what the fuck it's just well, that's someone, like it's, a, it's yeah they're using next. yeah like i i watched like Chappelle Chappelle's kind of special on netflix because we get everything so much later than you guys on netflix like i need to get a vpn or something because netflix australia is fucking dog shit but um, yeah, I like watched the shit because I saw this shit going on about Chappelle's special, like how it was offensive and stuff. And I'd like read some comments, uh, like some quotes. And I was like, oh yeah, like I can see why that's kind of construed that way and everything. Then I watched it and I watched the way he delivered the material. I'm like, how the fuck is that offensive? I don't understand. Like, of course it's going to look shit when you take the words and put it on paper. But you, you, like the, the whole delivery behind it and the intent behind it was completely different. And people were just getting triggered. It's crazy, well, people man. People are looking like, to get offended now because it's it's just, I guess, right. I mean, it's going to get them views or it's going to get them something in their life that they feel like they need to accomplish. Like a lot of people that tend to get sensitized or tend to get overly sensitive about a joke probably don't have a whole lot going on in their own life to where they feel yeah, like they, they need just that need attention. that. Yeah, they need – and I guess they need to feel like they're – like like we said, no one's willing to fucking go out and help people, but we're willing to defend – people for like oh, oh man like the thing i hate is when like 
it's someone that is not not a minority they're not in they're not even in who's being offended but they're like offended for the group they're like oh i need to protect this group because this group is like you know i i, I reckon they'll feel bad after hearing this and you're like well i do you know that like how how do you how can you get to that assumption i think it's there's obviously a line there but people tend to bring it a little bit closer to home and try and get offended more easily just because they they can it's it's yeah it's all but it's been publicized people winning court cases people you know getting attention people next thing you know the person's business goes up trump probably has one of the best strategy plans when it comes to just people talking about him it doesn't matter if it's good publicity or bad publicity you're still talking about him you're mentioning yeah he just goes where do you where do you sit on the whole like what what do you what are your thoughts because i mean like like again we see we see only a small, like, like you said, with uh, a lot of the other, like what we see of America, we only see if Trump says something bad, that's all we see. Like, and they just overplay that. But I don't think we don't get the coverage that like, where do you sit in it? Is Dude, what, honestly, what do you I don't really follow politics a whole lot. But when it comes to the idea of being a president, I chalk it up to what Joe Rogan says, where it's like, there should be not one person running a whole country of fucking people. That's especially america dude holy shit like well, you yeah. have it's massive it's i don't know how it's possible like australia we have a prime minister and it can't like we in the grand scheme of things we don't have a big population our pop, like i think our population of australia is like the population of la or something like it's it's nothing but for a country like yours like i don't know how the fuck you can pollute and it's huge it's fucking giant it's funny like, Australia is bigger than we are, but we're like we're way more people here. We have like, yeah, you guys are really densely way. populated, whereas we're kind of scarcely populated. Like our major cities are kind of like they're still not hugely populated cities, but there's places in like the Northern Territory where there's just nothing, dude. It's like kilometers and kilometers and kilometers are just nothing. Like not even animals. It's just barren wasteland pretty much well like in uh 1875 i think it was like the reason why you guys have an overabundance of a rabbit population was from the english settlers that came to australia they brought like a couple hundred rabbits and next thing you know it spread to like 2.5 billion in a matter oh, dude, of like a couple they literally years. like the term fuck like rabbits yeah. they literally fucked like rabbits dude and like as you so i i just recently went to a wedding over the border in new south wales and as you come back into queensland it's like in big riding like it's like a fifty thousand dollar fine if you bring rabbits in so they're, they're so adamant oh man there's there's rabbits and there's uh there's a little frog to, oh it's a toad it's a cane toad i don't know if you've heard about them yeah. a cane toad but they're fucking i'm i have this irrational fear of them but man they are everywhere like if you if you go out bush they're fucking everywhere it's not and they're they're the same they bought them in to get rid of the cane beetle because the cane beetle was eating all the sugar cane. This and is then, a problem with people intervening into nature. I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly, man. There's just like, a bunch of people that uh, I just heard not even like a week ago that they introduced a wolf population to a certain area to kill off some deer. And now there's a high abundance of wolf population. So now they're getting hunters, a bunch of permits to go hunt wolves, just open season on these things. And I'm like, it's your fucking fault. 
Yeah, you wouldn't need to if you didn't fucking just put them all in, man. Like <laughs> you threw a predator that doesn't supposed to be in that environment, and the next thing you yeah. know, it has nothing to hunt it down besides man. Wolves are on the top of the food chain. It's like grizzly bears. There's nothing higher than a grizzly bear. So it's yeah, like- they're just like killing machines, man. And it's like yeah, it's it doesn't. Make, and if we're complaining now, we're like, oh man, like all these animals are getting closer and closer to like like you know cities and stuff, and you're like. Well, fucking of course, you introduce these things. They eat fucking everything. They're still hungry. What's the closest life form? Fucking us. Then all of a sudden we're living with like, like I know only, like I said, only because I, I hear it on podcasts, like the coyote problems and the mountain lion problems because they're coming closer and closer to the cities. And it's like, because there's fucking, there's nothing to eat. Like everything's just fucking, yeah. The problem is we take out way too much nature here. Uh build homes, community homes that look exactly the same as one another and they don't look yeah yeah I mean it's there's no point. Like I remember going to my buddy's house a couple of months ago. Nothing but fields of trees. Now there's a giant highway stretch. There's a bunch of like I mean a community homes that just came out of nowhere. Look like someone just dropped them all off. And I'm like, where's all the nature? He's like, oh they tore that down like a month ago. I was like, dude, what? Like it was it's it, crazy, man. The, the problem is when you take out nature then people still want to find nature so that people are going to go out into the deep parts of nature where these animals are forced to be basically pushed into a corner to live now Mm. because they have no more land left we're taking it away from them so yeah and animals animals aren't like us where we're just like oh this is my space now they're like fuck this like oh and that's where we they start fucking going crazy they see you as an animal now like i mean i swear every single morning i drive or night or whatever whenever i'm going down this one road there's always a dead deer on the side of the road and i'm like damn like imagine being a deer and imagine the mindset of like a deer back in the day like it would just be a river right there next you know it's just a fucking road yeah it's crazy man it's it's it sucks too like it's just i don't know i think that there's just too many fucking people in the world we're just we're like creeping in and yeah like it's well it's, a it's crazy in japan too like when you went oh, there, they dude were, did they bump into you and then not apologize Mate, mm, japanese people are real super respectful they like it depends the time of day so if you're at night like late at night and someone bumps into you they're so polite but if you're walking around in peak hour they're fucking they're like i need to get to work you're in my way but it's it's like a how do i say this it's like a reciprocal thing like if someone bumps into you if you're another japanese person you're like ah oh, that's just the way it is i'll keep walking whereas kind of like if you're you know australian or american or whatever if someone bumps into you yeah. you're like holy fuck like dude can you look like have a fucking look well the but they just don't is, think like that yeah the problem is there's too many of them there so they learn that instead of apologizing you wouldn't have time to be able to apologize to everyone so if somebody's in your way you just move them you know, you yeah, know, yeah. And they just like, like, oh, yeah, oops, I'm in your way. My bad. Whereas we're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I'm standing here. Yeah, like you want to yeah. sit there and apologize. And it's like, yeah, 
it's it's a weird concept, but that's what happens when overpopulation comes in. You start to become desensitized and disconnected from a community when there's too many of you there. Yeah, um, for sure. A lot of rural sure, areas. Man. I think Australia probably the best, um, least country so far, besides maybe like Russia or someone that has a low population, is on the concept yeah. of your very small knit communities too. Like you might have your large cities, but you guys basically know a good amount of people compared to. America. Yeah, well that's true. Like you know my my area around here, I live like in a city now. And it's like, it's just, yeah, you kind of know everyone. And I think it's, and, and even though you're in a city, there's like parts of the city, you know, like I'm in Newstead, which is a part of like the Brisbane city, which is like a small section of it. And yeah, you kind of you like, even if you don't know them, you've, you see them often and you can kind of, you know them enough to be like, Oh, good day, mate. How you doing? And then like, that's it. Like that's the extent of what your relationship is. But yeah, I think, that's yeah a lot of tight we do have tight-knit communities like that even if it is quite small it is yeah it is like that i think it's it's an australian thing too like a majority everyone's like you know pretty down for a chat there's only a few kind of dickheads but unfortunately that's kind of creeping outwards now and there's a few more dickheads than usual well you guys are a little bit more real i think too on the concept of you guys cuss a, like a, like it openly like i do like i i cuss and i don't see anything wrong stigmatized on cussing if you cuss openly like i did right now um around here that's when people look at me like are you angry are you upset i'm like yeah no, yeah I just, i'm cursing because you're stigmatizing a word it's the same reason why exactly it's gonna be a thing race is just never it's never gonna not be a thing but we stigmatize it so much that we turn it into a taboo subject you know yeah like no one wants to even talk about it anymore because they're because they're worried that someone's going to misconstrue what they're saying too which is and it's understandable like for me i'm i i get worried that someone's gonna like listen to my shit and be like oh no he said that in this way i'm like no like that's not the intent that i have behind it i was just saying like i was just saying it for face value that's what i can see and it's the same reason now everybody wants to record and everybody wants to write something down or get exactly what you said, like quoted or something. Have you ever yeah. seen a court case if they're reading something that somebody said in a court case? It's the same thing with auto texting or uh, when you're just talking to your phone. It doesn't sense your emotion. So you're just reading exactly. a blank statement and it comes off completely wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays you send a text message, it'll be like on my way. That's and you don't, but. Some people, if you don't send like a smiley face with it, they'll, they'll think because you're being so blunt, you're like, you're angry. And I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not angry. I was just, I literally had like a million things in my hand and I was just texting with one hand. I didn't send a smiley face. So I'm not mad, dude. Like, I'm just letting you know I'm on my way. This is why we need to go back to flip phones because when you sent a paragraph in a text, it took you fucking ages and then someone actually read that paragraph because they were like, wow, this person sat there, hit the button three times. Exactly. One you know, Whereas now you're just like, oh, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Like, you could, I, I, I'll text somebody and next thing I know it's like um, like before I can even send the text I got eight more texts coming through I'm like how are you typing so fast and I'm realizing yeah voice text and then and then you you feel like I, I it's like the same sort of you know when you're talking to someone who talks over you you kind of have people that text over you like I'm a slow texter like I don't I usually get preoccupied with something else and like there's a lot of people who are like rapid texters man like They'll text, text, text. And but by the time I'm finished my one message, I've got five different messages that I'm now going to have to go back to, through my own message and delete. Yeah. And stuff. you have to edit shit. And then of course, if you're art, well, I've kind of given up arguing over text. Not, not that I really need to do it anymore, but I just remember being like a kid and like, you'd be texting a girl, you know, or you'd be 18, you'd be texting a girl and you're like, you know, having a bit of a blue about something. 
and then they're just rapid fire texting and you're, you're trying to be like, Oh, like you're being thrown all these things. You're like, Holy fuck. Like what's going on? That's better than the other way where it's like, you just see the text bubble pop up and then it just, Oh yeah. That's a, like, they that is a killer man. And fucking deleted it. Bro. That's I've like a ghosted too oh, many Oh man. That's, that's an 18 year old's worst nightmare, dude. Those three buttons fucking disappearing. Fuck. You, Cause you know, you fucked up, you know, you're like, you know, they thought about saying something really bad and they're like, nah, it's too bad. I can't as say that. As soon as you saw the read and it was like, wait, what, what happened? I saw you read it. I saw you fucking read it. Just answer me back. Oh dude. I've actually started putting red receipts on my work email. Cause I'm like, I'll get so fucking sick of people not replying to me. So I put red receipts on it. I'm like, dude, you, I've got, yeah. I had no idea what that was until a girl that I was texting texted me and was like why don't you put on your iMessage I was like why she goes so I could tell when you read uh one of my texts or something I was like dude the amount of messages it went right into my ear and went out the other I was like okay and I just switched it on because I was more like thinking about like oh she's hot whatever and then next thing I know I'm freaking like I I won't text back I'll be at work or something like because I work in like a physical job so I check the phone and look down at it and then like I'll if I open it up and then I get called to something I put it back down and she would just Bam, why aren't you answering me? Bam, why aren't you answering me? Bam, why aren't you? I'm like, you don't answer me after I text you for like four hours. You want me to text you back a minute? No, fuck that. I don't drop my Exactly. Isn't it funny that like as you get older, that kind of disappears. Like you start not giving a fuck. Like I, I always am funny. Like when I was like 18 and 19, I was always so like, I get anxious with phones and texting and all that stuff, like waiting on messages. Like, you know, when you send like a risky text, you're like, fuck, how are they going to get this? Whereas now it's just like, ah, whatever, man, whatever, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Someone said to me the other day that like kids are never going to know what it's like to get rejected by uh, someone that they like because they never go up and talk to them anymore. I'm like, actually, that's, that's not true. It changed a whole completely different form. If you've yeah, ever man. experienced rejection through a fucking text, that, no, no, it's even worse, I think, because the concept oh, definitely of now do. there's evidence. Yeah fucking it's, iCloud saves that shit and then they'll and you can the go through internet. you can you could literally be fucking 30 years old and you could still go through messages when you were 21 and look at how much of a fucking idiot you were when you and got the dumped. cringe dude the cringe oh brother. man oh man i remember i don't know how many sleepless nights i've had where i'm just staring up at the ceiling at three o'clock in the morning thinking about something i did in fucking elementary school like what a dumbass move oh dude i i get that all the time and you know you can't change shit but in your head you're like why the fuck did i do that like why did i do that i just i remember having a fight with my girlfriend at the time when i was in year nine um and she, I can't remember what happened, but she walked off on me or something. And I burst into tears in front of everyone at school. And I was just thinking to myself, like, how much of a fucking pussy did I look like in grade nine when in front of the whole school, I started crying. And I remember like saying things like, oh, she doesn't love me anymore. And I was like, oh, like the thought of that still fucks with me. Like still now I'm like, oh my God. Dude, I remember I was in, I think, what was it? third grade and i was in gym class and this is probably the one like i got think i caught my gym teacher on a bad day but i just i wasn't wearing like the gym shorts and gym clothing so i was just like i was just getting in trouble like i couldn't participate so she just randomly comes and goes you never wear your fucking gym clothes and just started going off on me i'm like 10 years old i'm like fuck and i'm like sitting there like speechless and everyone's like <gasps> 
and then like she just started going off like you, you she goes you're just you're lazy as shit you don't do anything he's like your parents must have fucked up and i was like <gasps> like i didn't understand everything she was saying and then like oh I just bro fucking, that's like, harsh dude, bro i just got up and i was like i like got tear up and i just walked out and i mean i remember that shit too but i ended up talking to her later she was always really nice after that i don't know if she got yelled at or something but I think she, she definitely really got yelled at that day because then I found out later she was going through a divorce. So I was like, oh, um, shit. Like, it's it's hard to kind of keep that away. It's like being a parent and you're struggling. It's hard to keep that away from a kid. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I, I, I've never been that mad, though. I've never been that dude, mad that I've ever wanted to me, swear at a kid. I've had a teacher tell me to shut up before. My, my oh, really? teacher was like, Robbie, just shut up. And I'm like, how about fucking no <laughs> i had i i've, I've I had, told i've told kids because i i teach in a pretty like uh like no not a i teach in a pretty rough area but like that's like the area that i grew up in and like i've told i've, I've told kids to shut up before and then i've called home and the parents are like man if he gives you any more trouble just tell him to fucking shut up and i'm like oh i won't say that but I get your point, mate. I think we're on the same wavelength here. I, I just told my, like, my teachers knew I had ADHD. So it was like, whatever can get me out of class, they would do. Like, hey, you want to go take a walk? I'm like, yeah. And I'll just, like, go and just not come back for, like, an hour. Like, I just spend probably most of my time in, like, a library or something or a gym or something. Just yeah. But, do like, you find you still, you, you still, like, the, the ADHD thing still gets you going now? Like, it explains why I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. Fuck yeah, dude. I just literally, as soon as he said it, I was like, holy shit, this makes so much sense, bro. I'm, I mean, it's funny because like that's what makes my like conversations pretty unique with everybody because I'm randomly thinking about different shit all the time where I just... Yeah, like, well, you're, you're good in that like you, you make people, I think, because you're not... The way you conversate, you're very similar to me. The way you conversate is like you're not you're very it's just free flowing it's not like you, you you don't have an agenda which makes i think which makes people really really comfortable which is really cool well that's what that's what makes a problem when you're doing a podcast like i've been told so many times people are like why don't you monetize and make a specific list i do i just had recently the weirdest thing in the world this person was like uh, i don't want to talk shit because i hate doing that but he was like i'm so willing to be on your podcast we had the date plan i was like all right let's do it and then he goes, actually, after talking with my crew, they advised me not to do your show because you don't have a list of questions to give me. I was like, hold on a minute. And I looked at his thing. I was like, you have 10 followers. What crew do you have that is giving you a, a thing of questioning you can't be on my podcast? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's what I mean. Some people say the same thing to me, man. It's like it, like you don't have like it's like you need a niche or something i'm like oh like i don't i don't want a niche like any you probably see my girlfriend in the back i did she like creeps around the corner (laughs) she's creeping in (laughs) um yeah i don't i don't really have a a niche either i just i'm i just like my thing is just i like talking and i think it's the whole idea behind the podcast and i i feel like you're the same is just i i'm interested in shit and i just want to find out about things and if people can listen in on that and hear that then fucking sick all good or it's just talking about experiences too and stories. Like we Yeah, well, I learned so much from hearing other people's experiences. Like dude, you know I'm what I mean? You, like from my first episode until where I'm at now, I've podcasted with at least almost two hundred people, unique conversations with people all around the world from Jamaica, from I mean every single country. And I've my knowledge has expanded. Like I'm I know like before where I was like, Man, I got it figured out. Now I'm like, I don't know shit. I have so much to learn and I'm never going to stop learning. You know what I mean? And Yeah, and that's a cool thing. 
it's it's something like it's made me a better person. I've definitely incorporated more things in my life. I've I've said things on my podcast that people use and they say that changed their life. And I'm like, don't give me that. And they're like, why? I'm like, because I'm trying to figure it out just like the rest of us. I mean, we yeah, all dude. live on this earth together, but no one takes an hour just to have a conversation and get to know one another anymore. There's, there's no yeah. arguments. There's no need for that. It's just let's try and understand. I'd be, in, I'd be as open-minded as possible. Or you talk about like politics. People like to go for Trump that are hardcore Christian because he's passing the immigration stuff only on the concept of it's going to make Christianity still a dominant religion in America where now it's kind of dwindling because now we have such things as immigrants that I believe in like Muslim heritage and all these types of stuff happening and I'm like I understand why people go the way they do and I'm just sitting here trying to listen to your explanation of how you got there so i can interpret for myself like what is the right thing here i don't know what's right i don't think anything's right i just think yeah without 100 percent understand you then i'm i'm already lost you know what i mean yeah and i think that's that's a big thing too when you like for uh, for me I, I don't really like like there's obviously some people that have ideas where i'm like uh like i that's i that doesn't really appeal to me but i don't think you can really say they're wrong because like you said, it's just ideas. But my thing is, and what a lot of people kind of do is if you question someone about something, they think you're like attacking them. Like, oh, why is he asking about this? Like what, why? And whereas you're like, I'm the same. I just, I just want to know what their perspective is. Like what led you to the point where you're like, I like where you're like, you know, I'm, this is what I think. And I'm like, okay, so how did you get to that? Cause I'm interested. I'm genuinely interested in, how how you got there you know what i mean and but whereas if you ask sometimes people if you ask questions they they start to get on the defensive like immediately and you're like what the fuck like They're one thing level 10 it's like when you're driving and someone cuts you off and you're already screaming at them like whoa 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 because you're at 10 you're just hyper aware but i think it's the problem is we don't problem solve in the correct way anymore we just tend to gloss things over or put it under the carpet kind of like brush it away and when we do that, we become really, really high, strong, and already at basically the breaking point. So next yeah. time something like, let's say it rains outside and it's your day off, you're like, fuck, you're just like, you're just upset. Like you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like the world assumes a lot too. Like I know recently, well, not recently and not the last year, I feel like I've kind of matured a little bit and I'm like, like when something like that does happen, you know, I think it's, I think it's through teaching as well. Like when, when something like that does happen or when a kid does the wrong thing, you know, a lot of people's first inkling is like that person fucking hates me. They don't like me. They don't like, they don't respect me, but I'm like, okay, what's, what's happened. What's happened in that dude's day. What's happened in that guy's day. That's made him get to this point where he's fucking pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm probably just a second, I'm just getting like secondhand smoke. Like I'm probably just someone who's caught in the crossfire, but why are they acting like that? Instead of me going, Oh fuck that guy. Like that guy's a dick. It's like, okay, well maybe this dude, like who knows? Maybe this guy's like, I don't know. Maybe his mom's sick or maybe his yeah. kid's sick or maybe there's a reason why he's pissed and you don't get to that point. Cause he can't conversate. I studied psychology for a little bit and that's when I started learning about environmental influences and all these types of things that people experience. And I'm like, that's why that person is in 15 items or less. And they're screaming at the woman in front of them with 24 items. Like they're, 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 they're bitching about something going on in their life that they're not properly handling. 
You know, this is a reason why when you talk to people nowadays, they sit there and bitch about their long list of problems because we're not communicating as people anymore. We look to social media. We can put up a Facebook post about, um, oh, the car broke down, just another shitty day, and it gets five likes. It makes that problem kind of seem less hurtful. But the problem is when you do that on social media, that's what I call fake connectivity. Those people actually don't read your posts and they don't really actually connect with you or care about you. So every time they like that, the likes can have to keep going up. That means next time you make a post, it has to be six likes, seven likes, eight likes, and it just keeps on going on and on compared to where when you used to come in the door, you had a loved one or a family member or a friend you know, that you could sit there and explain your problems to. And then afterwards, you felt more open and you felt like less stress on you and it wouldn't affect you the next day. Yeah, exactly. Or like even on the, like that thing on, on Facebook, you know, you post on Facebook and you get all these comments and people comment all this sort of shit. Like, oh, I, how many people actually reach out? Like how many people actually ring? How many people you know, actually communicate with that person about the problem. Whereas they just, you know, leave their two cents, like, oh, I've done my job. I've done my bit. Oh, they're there, ha, huh? whatever. And then that's, that's it. You know? And you're like, I think, I feel like that's where we're kind of losing ourselves as a society. And it's probably why so many people are so disconnected from other people as well. I think we need to do take a step back. We need to put that on the phones for a little bit and just understand what it means to just have a conversation with people again. You know, like yeah. I'm trying to do it one person at a time, to be honest with you. You know, it's it's going to take a long fucking time. Oh, yeah. If I can maybe change someone else's mind and then make them or maybe they get the idea to maybe talk and start doing that into their own lives, I think it's just going to spread. It's, you know, we all have a deep down need to care for one another. I just hope it doesn't have to be brought out by some type of severe conflict, either in our own lives. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm I'm worried about, that, like, it's going to take something of like big proportions to get like us back to attack. that. Sadly, that's, yeah. that's what unites everybody is if what the whole nation is struggling when everyone is like, we're going to put our differences aside to handle this. It's like, yeah, why yeah. That? Why can't we just all shoot the shit about Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster? Let's just do that. It's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like do it, do it together. Like, yeah, exactly. Right, man. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I think if more people, well, I guess that that's the best thing about, the free form podcasting as well with more people listening to like, for example, I dude, I used to be so anxious about talking. Like I can guarantee you that if you messaged me a year ago, I wouldn't have the balls to jump on a podcast because I just, I'd be so nervous about and anxious about communicating with someone that I didn't know. Whereas now after listening to so many free form conversational podcasts, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'd love to, you know, reach out to someone who's completely different to me, who I've never met, who I've had probably completely different experiences and ideas with and just chat like this. You know what I mean? And that's cool. I get it all the time. People don't want to get the risk of accepting the invite, thinking that someone's just going to go on there and be against their views and try and get in a bad light. And I'm like, no, we're just going to conversate. Like people are like, I'm not coming on your show unless you tell me specific topics. I'm like, look, my episodes are named after the person that was on it because that's my unique conversation with that person. Like I'm not going to sit here and just disagree with you the whole time. I'm going to sit here and talk to you. We're going to just have a conversation. They're like, well, can we not bring up 
this? I'm like, I guarantee if you wouldn't have even said, don't bring it up, we would have never. I wouldn't it. even thought about it. Yeah, exactly right, man. Exactly right. Like, and that's, and at the same time, you're like, well, what's, what's, what's the problem with that? What, what have you, because immediately if someone said that to me, I'd be like, okay, hang on. So that's why I got why? like some one person that um, gave me kind of like a, he, he loved the podcast. He loved being on it, but he felt like I was prying into him and he just brought up his mom died or, or something. No, he had like, uh, yeah, his, yeah, his mom died. And I, I was like, can I, if you don't mind me asking, how did it happen? And then he just starts going off into it, but he suffers from anxiety issues. He's a very good guy, loving yeah. dad and everything. But it, it was just like, I see, you know, there's, there's things you don't want to be brought up, but it's like, all I do is ask. I don't, I don't ever want to pry into you. I don't ever want to feel like I'm getting your shield down. I just want to be able to conversate. Like if we were just bumping in on the street, I want to be able to sit down, not feeling like we have to rush to our job, not feeling like we have to go rush home, just sitting down and conversating again. Yeah. And I think, I, I mean, with that, it's like, if they didn't want to talk about it, they like, there's nothing stopping them from being like, Oh, I don't really want to talk about it. And then you're like, okay, sick. We'll just move on. Like that's, you know, that's the, it's the whole questioning behind it was that, okay, if you want to talk about it, like let's, cause I think, you know, probably I'm going to assume the way you're looking at it was like, if there could be people listening that have going through the same thing and to hear that like reassurance from someone else to be like, you know, it's, it's okay. We're getting through it, all this sort of stuff. It might be reassuring in that way. Like it's not, but I don't think a lot of people would look at it that way. I think a lot of people would look at it and like, you know, that, that touchy negative, like, Oh shit. Like what, why do you want to know? Like, you, you know what I mean? It's because it's like someone just wants to make fun of them. And I'm like, that's just cause yeah. the way the world works nowadays, it seems like everybody mm. has to break somebody else's leg to get a leg up in the game. And I'm like, we don't need to do that. It takes, you could do it the right way, the long way. And it's going to feel a hell of a lot better than if you just stepped on everybody's neck to get where you want. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Like, I think I always say to my podcast, like, build each other up. Just what's tell your mate, t- tell your mate they look good in their fucking new shirt. Don't tell him he looks like a dickhead. You know what I mean? Like, even just he might the, the like smallest, yeah. even though he might look like a dickhead. But like, you know, just be like, hey, good job. Like, look, I, it's funny that wearing, because if you're wearing a baby gap tee. There's no way we're not addressing that. We're, we're I don't know what baby gap is, but I'm going like to assume it's like. <laughs> times fucking smaller than it should be like if you were oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i get you oh dude baby well i'm gonna say baby gap v-necks fucking kill me i don't want to see your cleavage bro just fucking put it away <laughs> i get it you never miss chest day but fuck he rocking that midriff oh dude so he looks like you know those quarterback training shirts where they like show the midriff <laughs> oh man just look, life has simple rules. Wear shirts that fit and enjoy it. You know, don't. Yeah, wear whatever it. shirt you want. Wear whatever shirt you want, but please just make sure it fucking fits, dude. Yeah, just right. please make it fit. You can have a, it could be fucking pink. I don't care if you're a man. It's like dude, fedoras. Like, if you want to wear a fedora, fucking go for it, dude. But if don't you're gonna fucking fedora, make me like him. <laughs> if you're going to wear a fedora, you better carry a fucking typewriter around with you. Oh, dude, my mom, my mom's just started wearing fucking fedoras because she's in that old age, like travel sort of scene. And she said her and her sister where they're actually traveling Tasmania at the moment. And I, the amount of photos I've seen with fedoras on is just, it's like the most stereotypical, like old person traveling get up. It's so funny. I dude. will never forget when I actually bought a fedora. My grandma used to take me shopping when I was to go up to her house in Baltimore for this like two weeks out of the summer. And uh, we went to the mall. She's like, pick out some school clothes for school. I'm like, sweet. And I grabbed a fucking fedora. 
with skulls all over it. <laughs> the school thinking I was such a badass. And the next thing I know, some kid said, or my brother said something to me. And then I was like, fuck, I just crushed it and threw it in the trash can. Yeah, dude. Once, one, especially if it's your brother. Like, I got a younger brother. And sometimes, like, I just remember sometimes I'd be like, dude, why are you wearing that? And then he didn't care. And then when I said something, he was like, yeah, fuck. I do look like a bit of a dickhead. Hey, I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I, yeah, I used to do that to him all the time too. But like, my brother's four years older than me, so it's a little bit different when you look up to your older siblings. You're like, oh, he's yeah, so cool. yeah. And especially when he got a car, it's like you're taking me into uh, school today. It's like we're just riding together. He's like, you honestly want to go to school? I was like, no. He's like, you just want to go to the beach? I was like, yeah. And let's just go to the beach and the bodyboard all day instead. Oh, dude, those are the days, eh? Those are the days. Yeah, that, that yeah, that was cool. I remember because we we used to have this rule at our school where you could only drive your siblings. So my brother just thought he was like hot shit because he could drive in a car with his brother. I mean, Tony, it's it's one of the funnest things too. Like you don't understand how closely, like even though you might fight with your siblings all the time, you're very very closely knit together. Like you'd always be at each other's back. I remember walking into my brother so many times because I was a freshman, he was a senior, and he would just push me into the locker or something i'd be like damn like what the hell was that for and you just laugh and go away but i knew because I, I can got, yeah i knew if i ever got in trouble like that he would be there Is a, yeah no nah, i feel that oh, from an older brother sense dude yeah for sure man for sure it's like i can pick on you but if anyone else fucking picks on you that's that's a problem yeah man i'm telling you it's it's we're all connected not when it just comes to family but when it comes to people too like if you see your your friend get hurt if you just see someone on the street get severely hurt like this is why there's random civilians that'll come up and help but now everyone just assumes that some person's going to do it already yeah so then nobody exactly and, doing but, it. and then nobody does somebody it's it's like anything it's like you know helping someone it, it, it's like a help, like at a if there's a car accident no one really stops because everyone will be like oh someone else will stop and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. Like I've been, I've been that that time. I, I, I like felt felt real guilty, but I, it was only a small like little bumper to bumper. But I, I should have stopped. But I just my my thought frame, and this was like a couple of years ago when I was a bit of a piece of shit. My thought thought frame was like, oh, someone else will stop. And I was like, that's such a dick thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I don't think I could do that nowadays. Like now knowing, you know, or just be, having a conscience, you're like, fuck, no, nah, I need to stop. I think people see it as more of a hassle to help somebody. Yeah, it's got to be a hassle. Well, even down to the fact of, you know, they might want to stop, but they know like, oh man, I've got to be a worker. My boss, my boss just won't understand that if I help this person, like, and and there's a worry that you get fired, fired for just helping people out because you were late to work and you're not doing your job, you know? Yeah, you feel like there's, there's definitely too much pressure, I think, put on people nowadays. It seems like we're all afraid and we're all just getting by even though we work our ass off like it seems like everybody's like it's a struggle it's a constant struggle and we feel as though like that and it's a a thing if someone looks like they're doing better than someone else it's not even like a like a good job man it's like a fuck that guy sort of mentality you know what i mean like he's doing what he wants why can't i do what i want we went from being back animals to lone survivors that's it, man. And everyone's just scraping by, which is, and yeah, it's really shitty. And I think that's why like mental health is such a big thing now, because we're in a climate where it is, it's, it's, we're so, there's so much pressure on everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You yeah. I mean? it's, it's just, it's everything. That's why kids are developing anxiety at younger ages. There's just too much nowadays. It's too much information. It's just information processed. overload, man. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the best word yeah, for brother. it, dude. 
I think yeah. that, you know, there needs to be more people that are doing podcasts, like a form of therapy type release, like for you. I say it all the time, man. It's it's therapy for me. Just sitting in front of my microphone, no guest, because I do solo podcasts too. You're the inner and it, city hermit, man. That's it, bro. That's it. I'm the inner city hermit. I just, like, I've only had one guest on it. It's my girlfriend. But, like, and it's not it's not a matter, of, it's not because I can't find anyone. It's just, for me, it, it feels good just doing half an hour where I just talk about something that I've noticed. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I noticed this, I noticed this thing driving home. I'm going to sit down and talk about it. I noticed this thing on TV. I'm going to sit down and talk about it. Like, that's, I actually started, I watched Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn is like one of my biggest like reasons why I started. My favorite my bit podcast. is his Denny's one. The one where he says, bro, fuck Denny's, bro. Fuck, fuck Denny's, Denny's bro. bro. I won't eat at a Denny's on that concert. What do they, what do they do? The, what do they wash the tables with? Syrup? Yeah, <laughs> you end up going in for breakfast and then staying for dinner. Yeah. Oh, dude. I fucking, I love Theo, but I love Theo because he's so real. Like, you know, he goes through so much shit mentally and he's just. He's just real, His man. His dad like, was him. 50 years old when he was yeah, born. Yeah, and he's so open about it. He's open about his trauma. Like, he's open about what fucked him up. And he's like, this is me. I'm not going to try and be anyone else. I'm not going to try and change it. This is me and these are my stories. And I think that's why so many people like like him so much. Because that's why, like, I've the amount of times I've listened to his solo podcasts and he'll have someone like, you know, ring in and be like, I'm going through some shit. I listen to you and I realize it's okay. And I'm like, fuck, that's, that's so good. That's, that's, we need more of that, man. Well, it's about being real when you're a comedian and also being relatable. Yeah. You want to, you want to be honest about your shit and not trying to hide it. But now it seems like comedians take it in the worst aspect where they just make fun of themselves because they're afraid to crack a joke on something that should be funny, but people yeah. stigmatize it too much. That's it. And it's, there's a lot of untouched sort of things. And I think there's a lot of taboo subjects that apparently you can't joke about, but you know, it's, if you can't joke about something, then how are you going to, I feel like humor is the biggest coping mechanism. If you can't joke about something, how are we as a society going to get over it? Like if you can't see a funny light on a, on a topic, then it obviously is doom and gloom. It's always going to be terrible, you know? I definitely think people need to at least be a little bit more open to maybe starting a podcast or just be able to listen to some because honestly, it's a great sense of relief just being able to find, you know, people that think like you do and see that and realize you're not alone in the world that might feel like you are. It is, man. It's not even about getting big and making money. Like I, I do podcasts for the most selfish reasons ever. I do podcasts because I love them. Like Same I don't care here. if I'm going to get big. I don't care. I just love it. I love the format. It's perfect for me. And I just, I, I don't care. I, I don't care. Like people always ask me like, Oh man, like what, what do you, do you care if like you don't get you know over a hundred views? I'm like, fuck, I don't care. I don't care at all. It makes, it makes me a better person. And that's all that matters. Well, man, it's been great talking to you, dude. I really appreciate you coming out and doing the podcast. I Fuck really yeah, man. want to give you a minute here at the end so people can find your content. So if you have any links that people can look up. Yeah, for sure. If you just look up at inner city hermit on Instagram, you will find me. I post all my links and content on Instagram. If you go to YouTube, if you go to inner city hermit there too, 